And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder, and we do more than talk. We analyze. We analyze, and we sometimes tear them apart and spit them out. That's right, we do. What we're going to talk about today, Ann, is directed by Clint Eastwood, Letters from Iwo Jima, written by Iris Yamashita and stars a bunch of really brilliant Japanese actors. Agreed. Mainly Ken Watanabe. We've seen him in several films before, including Memoirs of a Geisha last year. In this one, he plays General Kurabayashi, who led the Japanese forces at Iwo Jima. And this film is told entirely from the perspective of the Japanese army who fought there. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, Clint Eastwood, who is a wonderful director, really brought everybody down, I think. This was a depressing oh, and difficult you're talking about movie. about the audience. Yes. <laughs> I agree. It's a depressing and difficult film to watch. There isn't a smile in a carload. No, there's nothing. Nothing. It's a very tedious picture for me, but go ahead. Well, there are two main characters involved. The general, played by Ken Watanabe, and a private a baker from a smaller town in Japan. His name is Saigo, and he's played by Kazunari Niyamaya. And the two of them tell the story from their opposite points of view. The general, of course, is very much imbued with the Japanese tradition. Of course, the tradition here is, if you're going to lose, take your own life. True. Don't give up. I thought that what he did, however, with that part was to show a kind of humanity that I was unprepared for from this Japanese general. I had expected him to be far more sadistic, but he was the one guy in the film, I felt, that was truly humane. Oh, I think so, too. And again, Ken Watanabe is a wonderful actor. He's a wonderful-looking man. He certainly is. And Nonamaya, the role of the baker, was very sympathetic. He was. And unlike any of the other soldiers... He didn't want to take his own life. No. He wanted to get out of there. Right. He knew that he had lost. They all knew they had lost. Yes, and we have been showed so many suicides in this film. To me, it seemed a little strange. Well, I just don't like war movies. I never have. I've never really understood why men like them. It's just not my thing. So for me to have to sit through the second of Clint Eastwood's pictures this year, the first being Flags of Our Fathers, told, of course, from the American point of view, and now letters from Iwo Jima showing me the same war as told through the eyes of the Japanese warrior was just overkill, and I'm using that not as a pun. I felt that the picture was over the top, over the edge, and it was enough. I like Clint Eastwood very much. I think he does some beautiful pictures. I believe that Mystic River was a sensitive, wonderfully involving, engaging picture. But I'm tired of war movies where I see so much horror, so many terrible, tortured human beings, so many limbs being blown off, animals being shot. It was devastating to me, and it made me very sick to my stomach. I had to look away for most of the movie, and I wasn't the only person who was feeling that because I noticed that there were a lot of people getting up and running out of the theater, and I know they were running out not just to get popcorn. It's not a popcorn kind of it movie. It is not. I think that, yes, Clint Eastwood had a vision, and it's probably for a lot of people 
an original creative one. The same story told from two points of view. I'll give him that. That's an interesting concept. I think that the concept and the idea were far better than the execution. And I must be in the minority because it's nominated for an Oscar this year for Best Movie of the Year. I think it was a good film, Anne, but I don't think it was an entertaining film. It's obviously not drawing a lot of people to the box office. It's not playing in that many theaters. It's one of those films where if you're into history... Exactly, less. I, I would recommend totally this agree film. with you. I recommend the film to anybody who is as fond as I am of Clint Eastwood and his work, especially his directorial work. But it's a difficult film to watch. It's not a movie for women. That's for sure. And I will go right out on a limb and say that. I would, however, recommend it to history buffs, as you said. And if they're women, then, of course, they would probably enjoy this film because it does show how the battles were fought and how they were won and how they were lost. And there is some, I guess, human interest in that. Also, I felt that the scenery and so on and so forth looked very phony. The Japanese soldiers were living down in these caves that they had to dig themselves, and to me they looked like something out of a bad Disneyland ride. I didn't buy it at all. But what was so realistic were the bloody, bloody scenes of suicide. And one suicide is enough for me in a movie. I don't need to see 75. It didn't appeal to me either. But I'm giving this a green light, Anne, because Clint is such a good director. And if you look at the film itself and not the content, he directed it very well. So I'm giving it a green light, but it's a very, very weak, flickering green light for me. Well, interestingly enough, just as you think I'm going to probably say, I'm going to give it a red light. (laughs) The truth of the matter is, I'm going to give it a yellow because I think that the concept, as I mentioned earlier, is compelling. And I also think that there are a lot of young adults out there who do not study enough history in school, and perhaps they will find this aspect of World War II a fascinating one. It was just, for me, such an unhappy picture, but... You know, I'm giving it a yellow light because I appreciate the fact that Clint Eastwood is in his mid-70s and he's still out there directing films. God love you, Clint. You know, if you look at it, Anne, from our 2007 point of view, this was a battle that before a shot was fired, the Japanese knew they They were going to lose. And if you look at that and you look at what's going on in the Middle East today, it touched me in that way. And there I think you that's go, why Les. I'm giving it a green light But also. I'm going to go back to my original feeling. I thought that the execution was not as good as the idea, better on paper. Maybe it should never have been made. Sorry. I'm giving it a yellow light, but it's not a happy yellow light. And I'm giving it a very flickering green light, and it's certainly not a happy green light. So that sums up what was a depressing day for both of us. A green light from me, a yellow light from Anne for Letters from Iwo Jima, directed by the great Clint Eastwood and starring Ken Watanabe and a bunch of other wonderful Japanese actors. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Anne Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place. The sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. 
check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.